0: The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold
1: Gold Media Group. The following presentation is brought to you by the host of the program who is solely responsible for its content. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Portions transcribed.
2: Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. My name is Nick Calarasi. I am from NJC Investments, and I'm so thrilled that you've chosen to join us today as we try to help to make you a better long-term investor. Now, helping me along with that task today is our Producer extraordinaire, sitting across the giant board from me, pushing all the right buttons, trying to make me sound good, which is a hard task every week, right, <laughs> Mister sure. DC Taylor? How are you, DC? That's uh, sorry, Nick. How are you? I, I'm I'm holding up. We have yeah, a, okay. another exciting week in the markets. We'll get to that in just a second. But right. it's, it's
0: okay. Yeah? yeah. Okay. We're still here, right? We're here. The sun is <laughs> shining, kind of a little cooler, right? Right. It's uh yeah, it's a little cooler this weekend, uh, around fifty-ish, and uh, partly sunny guys But spring right around the corner, you That's tell right. me. Right? That's right. Uh, so, Thursday, I believe, is the first day are, of spring. You're
2: telling me that? So next week, we go back to our springtime music. Can't That's wait right. for that. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Before I get into everything, D.C. Tiller, I want to remind everyone that you can always reach us. If there's something that you hear in the program you need more information on, remember, we are not giving out recommendations here. We're touching on the surface of a lot of different ideas and strategies, but they are not recommendations 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 from me to you. I don't know your particular circumstances, but I can always get you the deep details you need to make a wise investment decision to see if if an investment or a strategy is suitable to put into your own portfolio. It's absolutely free of charge or obligation. Always reach out to us at 5705865030 or you can drop us a line directly through our website njcinvestments.com One more thing DC Tiller, yes. a lot of listeners last week were not able to listen on the Radio Bold app. DC Tiller right. broke the station. That broke. Right? It. So uh, is it, everything's back up and running? You want to explain what's going on there?
0: Uh, apparently there was a little uh, issue with our company that we stream, you know, our audio through. Yeah. Um, that was affecting that particular stream, and uh, they I think they finally got it fixed sometime Sunday, possibly. And DC uh, Taylor has now guaranteed me that will never happen again. Right? Exactly, one hundred percent.
2: Right. Well, I'm so, we apologize for for anybody yeah, that was trying that. to tune in on the app last week. But let me tell you, if that should ever happen again, you can always go to our pod first. Our web our website has replays on mm-hmm. it. There's a link there at njcinvestments.com. But we are Also, all of our replays, all of our previous shows are available on our podcast platform. That includes Apple, Google iHeartRadio and Spotify. You can find us anywhere on the web if that happens. Anywhere and everywhere, apparently. That's right. And Very If I nice. want to get that brand new
0: and uh, newly fixed app, DC uh-huh. Taylor, how do I get the Radio Bold app? Uh, Radio Bold is the name of it. Uh, R-A-D-I-O-B-O-L-D. Uh, search for that in your app store marketplace and put it on your mobile device. You can listen to the uh, That way you can listen to the live streams of uh, all the Bold Gold stations, uh, including 94.3 FM The Talker. So you, you happen to find yourself at, out of you know out of the area out of northeast pa on a saturday morning about nine o'clock you can go oh hey i can still listen to my my favorite financial program anywhere on the planet they that's right it. that's yes. good all right
2: well thank you dc make sure you okay. download that radio bold app dc taylor another another crazy week on wall street uh, can we say it yeah. any other way no you saw everything, right? <laughs> Yeah. Let me just recap yeah. for you because it was the week before it was about just as crazy. This right. might have topped it. Yeah. In fact, it did top it. Let's let's face that and I'll give you some of the reasons there. But uh, we started out this past Monday with a down 2,000 point day on the markets. On Tuesday, we were up 1,100 points. Yeah. It, you know, was, felt better, right? We're getting most of it back. Right. Uh-uh. Wednesday. and these are the Dow numbers, down 1,400 points on the Dow. Mm. And then we went into Thursday, the biggest point down day on the Dow, down 2,300 points on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. And everybody thought that the end of the world is coming. And uh, we did rebound a little bit on Friday. We were back up about 1,900 points on Friday. Nineteen hundred and eighty-five, to be exact. But DC on Wednesday, right around the close of the market, the the, da- the uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average fell into bear market territory, meaning we were down twenty percent, yeah, from the most recent high. And then on Thursday, with the bigger down day, the S and P also fell into bear market territory. What right. does that mean? not a lot it really doesn't mean a lot but sadly and unfortunately it did end the longest bull market in history now the bull market began way back on uh, march 9th, 2009 coming out of the recession back then yeah and the financial crisis and 11 we just crossed 11 years yeah. just made it by a squeak through 11 years but on wednesday and thursday those bull markets ended The uh, bull market, uh, astounding. The first four years of the bull market, we were up 150%. And then we went from years 5 through 11. So the next seven years, we added in another 121%. So an astounding bull market. Those numbers, according to BTN Research, but, D.C. Taylor, what do we do now? The bull market is over, which means we are now in what type of a market? A bear market. A bear market is correct. So you're going to ask me the next question. <laughs> how long does a bear market last, right? Yeah, is that where you're going what to the, the average? Uh, what has been the average uh, length of a bear market? I'm glad you asked that because yes. I did look that up for today's program. Uh, the average, the median length of a bear market mm-hmm. is 132 days. Okay, That is, it's about four and a half months. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you think we can survive the bear market if if it were average? We yeah. Nobody knows. Right. Right. But if it's average, it's four and a half months. Okay. But more importantly, D.C. Taylor, I want you to listen to this number, a statistic for bear markets. Yeah. The average decline in a bear market, this is the S&P. This is according to the Dow Jones market data, mm-hmm. is where this came from. The average decline on the S&P from the high, the most recent high, to the bottom is about 32%. 32% pullback from the high in the market, which we've put in just about three weeks ago. Yeah. In fact, this was the fastest decline in history. First and going to a correction from an all-time high to a correction took about a week and a half. Yeah. It's correction is 10%. This is a 20% pullback. It is the fastest pullback from a market high to a bear market ever. So if you got caught off guard, you're not alone. It caught everybody off guard quickly. But the average decline, 32% in the bear market that, that we could expo- expect Do you know where we were on Friday coming into Friday on the S&P as far as top to bottom? Uh, What were we were already down twenty six point nine percent coming into Friday on the S&P from the top to where we were. Okay, And the average is thirty two percent. Yeah. If that average holds, we may have already seen the bottom. There's a very good potential. Now, we put in that big down day on Wednesday and then followed by the biggest point decline on Thursday. That may have been the bottom yet to be seen. Nobody can tell you for certain. But even if it were, that might be a little bit of a process to get out of here. Um, And even if it's not, on average, we can only expect 6% down if everything held to its average. Of course, again, Nobody knows exactly, no bell rings to tell you this is the bottom, time to start buying, (laughs) but I would start looking at value here, looking at quality here. I don't know if it's the bottom, but I have a feeling, my opinion is, we're certainly closer to the bottom than we were, certainly than a week ago. But I think we're getting close to the bottom if it has not already been put in. That 32% number, very important, and we're already down 26% of Mm. it. So there is hope out there. Do not despair. Do not lose hope. I think the outlook for the long term still remains strong. Now, I want to make sure that you stay tuned for the entire hour today because we are going to give you some actionable ideas. Last week, we gave three actionable ideas in times like this. D.C. Taylor, we gave out three actionable ideas for for investors to think about. Of course, not all suitable for everyone, but uh, we have more today. We heard from so many people. They liked that part of the program. We will get you three and maybe even more if we have time, but stay tuned Keep your pins and pads ready because uh, we, we will have some things for you to mark down, I'm sure. And if you're driving, don't forget, you can always go back to those replays on our website or our podcast program and hear any portion of the program. Rewind it as many times as you like. DC, we heard from Bob Dahl, chief investment strategist at New Veen Investments on Friday. And Bob Dahl said, we are now in a bottoming process. He says he believes the primary low has been put in. So he thinks we've seen the bottom. He said to expect rallies and then a testing phase. So up and down, hopefully not the thousand point swings we've been accustomed to over the last two weeks. Right. But he expects us to have some testing. And he says what we said last week here on the program, when the new cases of the coronavirus in the United States go from increasing to decreasing, Mm -hmm. less new cases. Mm -hmm. He said that is your green light to enter back into the markets fully. But he hinted that he would be buying all through this, again, quality investments. And he's under the impression, D.C., as I am, I believe this as well, that the fear and the precautions that we're putting in place may be more dangerous to the markets to the economy than the virus. Really? Okay. Yeah. So if you you saw Dr. Fauci from the White House, Mm -hmm. uh, the medical staff from the White House, he says four to five weeks the coronavirus is going to pass through the United States. Okay. So within four to five weeks, we should definitely be on the downside. And also they're hoping for warmer weather to help with the virus. So we'll see how this all plays out. Nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody knows for certain. But I can tell you certainly... My opinion, anyway, uh-huh. we're overreacting to this. I think we're closing too many things down. Uh-huh. All the schools are closed. Um, kids don't really get this virus. Right. I guess they can be carriers uh, in a way. So I guess certainly we need precautions. Yeah. But I take you back to 2009. Right. You're familiar with the swine
0: flu. Yes. Do you remember it like this? No. 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 The pandemonium. None. Uh, none no. of that. No. It was... It was uh, I, I from what I've heard it's uh, started around April two thousand nine. Yeah. It it six months later they finally declared a, a national emergency, but there was and, and uh, I heard some I heard some news clips from that time back in two thousand nine. Just you know, people on the news talking about, well, now we're in a national state state of emergency, and they were very, just very calm about it. Very, you know, it was not uh, it was not, hey, it's time to panic. Yeah, yeah, it's, wasn't like that back then. You know, it, it is different this time,
2: and here's why. I'm back then, and we did go to a national state of emergency on uh, Friday, yep. and the markets did react to the president's speech late in the day, and they went up a thousand points in about. Five minutes while he was speaking. But um, back then, right now, I guess we had going into Friday, we had 40 deaths from the virus. Right. 80% of them in Washington state. Yeah. Right. The most of the biggest percentage in one nursing home. Yes. Okay. But we going into Friday, 40 deaths. We didn't declare a national emergency in the swine flu until there was a 1,000, thousand. Thousand. yep. Right? Yes. And do you know how many people were infected in the United States? Did you hear that number? No. What was the number? It de- I think in the first year, because it went from 2009 into 2010, mm-hmm. 34 million oh. in the first year and up to 54 million total. That's a big percentage of the population. Oh, uh, Yeah. And do you know how many deaths were caused by the swine flu? So like it was a little over 12,000. I think it's closer to 18. 18,000. It okay. might have been 12 the first year and yeah. then 18 yeah. and and that's in the United States. Right. Those are big numbers. Yeah. Now, I don't think we get anywhere near those numbers. And and I hope, certainly hope, we don't. Right. I'm not a doctor, but right. I'm just looking at how South Korea is coming down, how China is reopening all the factories. It seems like they're on the backside of it in both of those areas. Certainly, Europe is still on the upside. Mm-hmm. A lot of problems in Italy, mm-hmm. but I'm, I looked in Friday's Friday's Scranton Times. There was a picture of a hospital in Italy. Yeah, and everybody that had the virus, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they were laying in a big open room. All in hospital beds about two feet apart. It reminded me of something from the Civil War or World War One. What kind of hospital is that? Right. I think wow. that's part of the problem. Yeah. So I do not. I hope I'm right. I do not think we'll have that here. And uh, if we come down through this in the next four to five weeks, I think the economy rebounds. I think the markets rebound. I'm a little concerned. That we're we're closing down the economy by closing all these things down so fast. I understand the precautions, but we'll see. I think if it's a couple of weeks, I think we're okay. I hope that is the situation. But it is different this time with the 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 pandemic of the uh, swine flu. Mm -hmm. The difference is we didn't have social media back then and right. we didn't have a media that was 24/7 screaming like you just did you know oh my goodness the the flu the flu it's it's that's what's driving it i th- i think it's overdone
0: your your thoughts i agree that's that's it i i think uh you know i think uh, these news outlets need to fill a lot of time they they don't get ratings if people aren't watching them they don't get ratings if you turn them on and they go yeah it's not so bad we'll get through this yeah. <laughs> they yeah. don't they don't get that's, their ratings otherwise. Right. So they gotta kind of they, they have to take every little thing and blow it up. It's just a different world. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say there's too many nattering
2: nabobs of negativity. <laughs> exactly. Let's leave it at that. Perfect. And I want to thank everyone again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. My name is Nick Calarasi, and I want to personally thank you for allowing me to be the soundtrack for your early Saturday mornings. DC before we go to our first break. And when we come back from our first break, I'll give you that first actionable idea for the week. But before we go to that break, let me remind you, this is still IRA season. We call this IRA season because you are still able to contribute to your individual retirement account, whether that be a traditional or Roth IRA, you can still contribute for 2019 up to $6,000 $6,000 if you are under age 50, $7,000 if you are over age 50, don't let that pass. If you haven't made that contribution or if you haven't opened an IRA account, give us a call at NJC Investments. We can show you how simple that process is. 570 586 5030. DC, you know the government doesn't want you to have that money in your IRA. They want to tax it. <laughs> of course. The IRAs grow tax free. And if uh, the, the case of a Roth IRA, it comes back to you completely tax free as well in yeah. retirement. Yeah. So you want to make sure you're funding your IRA accounts, even if you have a 401k account. And if you've left an old 401k, had a previous employer and it's just sitting there kind of collecting dust, you don't know how it's doing or what it's invested in, give us a call at NJC Investments. We may be able, if suitable, to transfer that into an IRA account for you that you can control. Again, it's 570 586 5030. Give us a call. We'd love to help you with your individual retirement accounts. D.C. Taylor, will go to break here. Let's thank our friends at Seidel's Restaurant in North Scranton for sponsoring this portion of our program. If you haven't gotten a chance to check out this great Italian-American bistro in our own backyard, make sure you do yourself a favor. Pick up your phone and get reservations. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You're listening to Your Financial Future with Nick Calarasi. We'll be back after this brief message from Seidel's Restaurant.
3: If you're searching for a special dining experience, Seidel's Restaurant is your home for great taste. Seidel's Restaurant is one of Scranton's elite fine dining establishments specializing in Italian-American contemporary cuisines. At Sedel's, generous size entrees are prepared with only the highest quality ingredients. So whether you're having a meal for business or pleasure, it's sure to leave a lasting impression. Seidel's Restaurant has mouth-watering Italian-American contemporary cooking with a delightful ambiance. At Seidel's, you are certain to find unique specials for what you're craving. If you can't find an entree off their elaborate menu, just ask the chef he can create an off-the-menu meal for you. At Siddell's, the owner is also the chef. Sedels is located on the corner of Main Avenue and Tripp Street in North Scranton. They are now accepting holiday party reservations and on- and off-site holiday catering. 343-6544. That's 343-6544. Make it special. Make it Sedels.
2: Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program on 943FM The Talker. Thanks for staying with us. I hope you will enjoy our program today. I hope you find it informational and of use in building that long term investment portfolio. And again, as always, if you have any questions on anything financial, give us a call at NJC Investments. 5705865030. DC Taylor, I think the best advice I can give to everyone today. Yeah. please don't panic. Right. Don't 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 watch the TV all day long. You'll go crazy up 100, down 100, up 1,000, down 1,000. It will eventually settle out your long-term plans. Keep them intact. I think you will be fine. But don't panic
0: sell into this and, and look for bargains, right? Right. right? So uh, What you were saying there about the news and watching the news, just because I, my philosophy is just because the news channels are on 24-7 doesn't mean we have to watch them twenty That is a very good point. You, to you can turn on for a few get get your basic info. You know, keep informed, of course. But uh, then you know, no, no when, no when to say when, as they used yeah. to say. As you said earlier, they're they're overdoing it, and yeah. uh, there's no doubt about
2: that in my mind. And bad news sells newspapers, is yeah. the old uh, adage, and yeah. uh, I think that's what's going on. So yeah. you know, we have to be concerned, uh-huh. but we don't want to get over concerned, right? Right. So be smart, and uh, we'll see. But. Uh, know if you look at the big picture Mm -hmm. we are only back in the markets we're back to the levels that you'll remember well December of 2018. Remember, we had a 20% pullback starting in October of 2018. Right. That ended on what day,
0: DC Taylor? De- that fateful day, December 24th, Christmas Eve. Tw- and, and not even a full day of trading that day. Right. Either. And it was crazy. Down yeah. 700 points, which seemed a
2: lot at that time. Now it's nothing. But right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But yeah. not, seriously, we are back to the levels of December 2018. I think we'll come out of here quicker, or it'll, it won't be as long as you think. Right. I think we will. We'll bounce out of this area. But that's where we're at. And that's December 2018. We're still pretty good levels. Mm-hmm. So things will be OK. Keep calm. Don't panic. But uh, if you're speaking of uh, Christmas Eve, D.C., you know it's only 285 days How about until that? Christmas Eve. 285 days till the big guy comes down your chimney. Nice. 286 days until Christmas Day. But only three days, three days until St. Patrick's Day. How about about that? that? Yeah. 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 My wife's birthday on on St. Patrick's Day. So I'd like to take a moment to say happy birthday to Gina. Happy birthday, Gina. There you go. Happy birthday. Well, D.C. Taylor, before we get into our first actionable idea of the program, I just want to ask you and thank you. First of all, thanks for the coffee. Second of all, this is different this week. What uh-huh. he did his mad dash down the hall here at the Bold Gold Radio Studio, and he brought back a piping
0: hot cup of coffee. And I am not sure what this is. This is uh, well, you're not sure of it because it's one we only get just one, just one Saturday morning out of the year. It is our uh, it is our traditional uh, Maxwell House with a little Irish cream in there. Maxwell House with Irish. Perfect, T.C. Taylor. (laughs) St. Patrick's Day.
2: That's just about right. It'll certainly get us through the program. Tasty. And I urge everyone, why don't you grab a cup of whatever it is that gets your early Saturday morning started. Sit back and enjoy the rest of our program. Well, DC Taylor, how often have you heard me say... Have a shopping list ready in case times like this come along and pullbacks in the market. I think you say it pretty much at almost every <laughs> show, if not certainly, every show. Certainly the last three weeks. Yeah. right. Okay. We've told you to prepare a shopping list. So for today's purposes, everyone, what, what does he mean shopping list? How do I get a shopping You can do anything you want. Look for value in the market. Look for stocks that you've liked, you've wanted to add to your portfolio that have now pulled back, set a price target. If it hits that price target, nothing else has changed in the fundamentals of that company other than the market activity, which is all over the place over the last few weeks, right? Right. right. Maybe you should consider adding to or buying new companies that you find value in. So I put together an example today. Okay. Now, D.C., you know when I do examples. First of all, you can do your little phrase. Uh, The past performance is uh, no guarantee of future uh, results. Right. Absolutely. Because I will give you companies here that where they were just a few weeks ago at their high and where they are now, and we don't know the future, but it gives you something to think about here. But also these are not recommendations from us. We do you own, I think, just about all of the companies. Maybe there's a couple we don't. We probably own those through mutual funds. For different clients at NJC Investments, certainly not all of our clients at NJC Investments, and each of these companies involve a degree of risk, and some more than others, so be careful. Don't invest in anything you hear quickly on the radio. If you need more details on anything on this list that I mentioned, uh, just give me a shout in the office. We'll get those details to you. And again, these are for informational purposes. These are things we're looking at, and not necessarily have we bought uh, recently. Some we have. Some we we haven't, but things we look at, and you should uh, you should be really thinking of your own personalized list. But I will share with you some of the things uh, we're doing, DC, and okay. I put these in three categories: mm-hmm. regular um, staple type companies. Recent values, meaning they've come down in value over the last couple of weeks, what pretty much everything has. Right. I think on that big sell-off on Thursday, mm-hmm. 98.5% of all stocks on all markets were down. Wow! Uh, how about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you will find yeah. some values out there, no doubt about it. Yeah. And then I have deep values in special situations. So we'll start with the regular-type staple companies. Now, there's three on here, and we're looking at many more than this, but here's an example for you. PPNL, Pennsylvania Power and Light. I don't think that the coronavirus is going to make everybody turn their lights off. I think we will still be using electricity in three, six, nine and 12 months. I think so. Agree? Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Okay. Pennsylvania Power and Light, PPNL. The recent high in the stock was thirty six dollars eighty three cents. Mm-hmm. Now, it's come down, D.C. Taylor. What happens to the company's dividend when the price comes down? That goes up. As a percentage, that is exactly right. So you want to pay attention to some of these dividends as well. pp l recently trading at $36.83, the 52-week high, is currently trading as of the close on Friday, $27.42, which pushes the dividend yield, the annual dividend yield, to 6 point two three percent That's paid out quarterly. That's your annual yield. Okay. 6%. Yeah. I can okay. uh, I can look right. at companies that are going to pay me while they're hopefully their prices coming back. Uh-huh. Okay, that's okay. one Hershey. Yeah. We've talked about Hershey often. Yeah, it's one of your visit, favorites because I visit Hershey yes. often, you know that? Yes. Hershey stock recently as high and I'm talking within just a few weeks a $162.20. Mm-hmm. Now trading at $139.84, 162 to 139 okay. and that has a 2.33% dividend. How about Procter and Gamble? Procter and Gamble now trading down from its 52-week high Of $128.09, now down to $114.07, not down as far as the others, but still down. And the dividend pushed up till 2.93% on an annual basis. And just like Hershey, we're not going to stop eating Hershey bars because of this virus, no. or any other reason, I don't think, DC. Or any of the any of their other fine products. I don't <laughs> believe we'll stop using the Procter and Gamble products, especially the ones that are missing from every single supermarket <laughs> in the area. I would say they are selling quite well, apparently. What is going on there? You can't find hand sanitizer or toilet paper and they're treating this thing like it's the Black Plague.
0: I, I don't know. I, people, I, calm down. I think people are afraid, I don't know, store, they're afraid stores are going to close down or Something then they're not going to have essential things. I I, guess I I don't. Okay, whatever.
2: But Procter and Gamble may be of value here. Let's move into the companies that are down a little bit more more recently have come down a little bit sharper let's talk about walt disney we've talked about their focus now they've closed the theme parks we were worried about that it's happened but that is not their focus they they've had a great movie season they're cutting back a little bit at least suspending some of the movie production be aware of that Mm -hmm. they're closing the theme parks for probably two weeks i think at least the initial and uh, but that's not their focus. What is their focus, DC Taylor? It's the uh, the TV, uh, the Disney, the, the like the Disney Plus. The TV. yeah, the streaming mm-hmm. at six ninety five a month. Mm-hmm. They are focusing on that, and I think that's going to work out well. Yeah. over the next month. But uh, Disney has come down from one hundred and fifty three dollars and forty cents symbol D I S now trading on Friday at one o two. 52, down from 153, approximately a 2% dividend. Let's move on to some we talk about often, the chip makers, NVIDIA. NVIDIA recently $316.32. in NVDA now trading at $240.84. Small dividend there, 0.3%. Alibaba, the Chinese Amazon, yeah. down from $231.14. Now trading at $194. Again, no dividend, but uh, Alibaba, the people will be probably ordering still in the future, I would think, online. I think so. This is twice as big as Amazon. It's trading at a multiple about half of Amazon and uh, beaten up recently. So something to look at. Also, Amazon. Let's take a look at Amazon. Amazon is now trading at $1,785. Recently, $2,185. $2,185 down to $1,785. Again, no dividend on these. Right, And I'll wind up with one everybody knows. It's that little fruit company you like. Oh, it's Apple. Apple, right? Apple. (laughs) AAPL trading now at $277. Just a few weeks back, $327. Everybody loved it at $327. Uh Uh-huh. Everybody seems to be running from it at 277 when it's on sale. It has a 1.2% dividend. Now they did announce that in February they were about fifty percent light on shipments of their iPhones due to parts they couldn't get out of China. Yeah. Do you think people will say, "Okay, I couldn't get my phone this month. I'll just not get one." No. Well, what do you think will happen? Of DC, they, they will get their phones, and the Apple factories in China are back up and running and just about full percent, hundred percent. Okay. So right. something to possibly these are, again may be of value. We're looking at. Items that you may want to put on a shopping list. These are some things we are looking, but your list should be different than mine. Yours should be personalized to the companies you know, the companies you've been looking at. But we're giving you examples here, again, not recommendations. And this is our last category, D.C. Taylor. Let's look at some deep value stocks. And be careful with these because there are special situations you need to be aware of. We'll start, and you'll know right away, with Boeing. Mm -hmm. Now, we know there's a problem with Boeing, right? Right. They have a lot of 737s sitting somewhere in the desert, I think, waiting to be fixed and uh, put back up in the air. We don't know when that that's going to happen. They were trying to get it uh, recently, and they have to do some rewiring, I'm told. BA is your symbol. Listen to these numbers, DC. Mm-hmm. Boeing, 52-week high, $398.66. Currently, uh-huh. $170.20. And it has, at this price, a 5 point three percent annual dividend yield on BA. Okay. Now, we don't know when those planes are going to go back up, but I have a feeling that this company will survive and will prosper through this. Don't have a time frame, but maybe something to look at again, deep value. Let's look at the oil companies. You saw what happened with the, the collapse of the price of oil last Monday. Oil down 30%. And one day there's a war, a price war going on between Russia and Saudi Arabia. And ExxonMobil, the biggest of the oil producers, the 52-week high XOM, 8349. The current price of XOM down from 83.49, now trading at $38.12. Mm. So there's uh, something maybe to uh, keep an eye on in the oil sector. I don't think oil will stay down forever. I think we're going to still need it going forward. Yes. And, of course, there's going to be a global slowdown, no doubt, because of the coronavirus the only question is, how long will that last? Right. When we can answer that, D.C. Taylor, you and I will be rich, right? <laughs> exactly. And everyone else, but it's <laughs> it will pass. So ExxonMobil, again, trading at $38. How about BP in the same situation? Down from $45.38, trading at $22.17. Down more than 50%. That pushes the dividends up on ExxonMobil to 9.3%. And the dividend on BP, 11.6. Now, I will say one thing here. Be careful when you're looking at these big dividends. If this price war continues, you have to consider there's a possibility that these companies may have to cut those dividends. Keep that in the back of your mind. That could happen. But, you know, I like the price points where they are, D.C. Mm -hmm. We'll see if that's the low point. I don't know. Let's give you one last one, and this one caught my eye. Uh, Somebody brought this to my attention. I could not believe the price on this. Halliburton, which is a refiner. Yeah. We have to refine the oil, right? Mm -hmm. That has to be done. Right. Halliburton recently trading at a 52-week high of $32.30. Are you ready, D.C. Taylor? Yes. On Friday, it closed at $7.09, which again pushes the dividend yield on Halliburton HAL. Up to 11.2%. Again, same caveat. That dividend may have to be cut for them to compete. So keep that in mind. But Halliburton at $7.09, the biggest of the oil refiners, that may be something of value. We'll see how those play out. That is a list. That's how to put together a shopping list. You would then put together, okay, at this price point, I think that is where I would want to enter. And if you're doing it in times like this, maybe you want to take 25% of the money that you want to invest fully in the company invest little by little. There's nothing wrong with buying 25% now, buying 25% a week or two weeks down the road and so forth until you have your full position. That would be a way of kind of a dollar cost average into the company. Okay. So uh, if I can help you put together your very own list or if you have any questions on anything that I just mentioned, if you'd like the deep details on any of these companies to see if if they're suitable for you, simply give us a call in the office. We'll get those materials out to you early next week. Well, D.C. Taylor, I think I went on too long. We better take a break right here. When we come back, we will catch you up on exactly where we stand in our markets year to date. And we'll talk to uh, Mitchell Dimitrick on... Uh, Questions from our listeners. They should be interesting this week, D.C. Mitchell's mailbag coming up. Mitchell's mailbag. Your financial future will be back after these brief messages. Please stay with us.
0: Here's a nice thought from your friends at Montrose Motors, your Ford dealer in Montrose. Why not take a short country drive and reconnect with a great team? This Ford dealership has a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles in stock with plenty to choose from. The coffee is on and special customer service awaits you at Montrose Motors Ford. Stop in today and get reacquainted with Andy Bennett, Neil Convoy, and Margaret Wilkins. Montrose Motors Ford. Call 570-278-1188. Online, MontroseMotors.com.
4: The Fidelity Investments Retirement Mindset Study done in 2019 revealed that 82% of the general population do not have a financial plan in place. I'm Claire Cool with NJC Investments. We develop personalized financial plans for our clients, focusing on long-term investing. Now is a great time to get a retirement plan in place because we call this time of year IRA season. From now until April 15th, you can get your contributions in for 2020 and 2019. How about getting started with a dollar cost averaging plan? This is when you invest money automatically each month. If you are interested in getting more details about starting an IRA or Roth IRA, give our office a call at 570-586-5030. Don't leave your golden years up to chance. Give us a call. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future.
1: Securities offered through Leigh Wallen Company, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC.
2: Welcome back to Your Financial Future with Nick Colorossi here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. Hope you're enjoying your March 14th, beautiful Saturday morning, D.C. Taylor, here sure. in northeastern Pennsylvania. Only three days till St. Patrick's Day, five days till spring. Better times ahead, I'm I told. I know. I, I look forward to it. And, and we're reminding all investors, keep patient. Things will settle down. Keep on. Yeah. On those long term goals, you can look for values here, do a little bit of readjusting, but hey, it is not easy. Successful investing is not easy. If it were DC, everybody'd be very, very wealthy, right? Of course. It takes patience, it takes fortitude. It's strong stomach at times. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And don't make knee jerk actions in times like this. You want to buy low and sell high. It is so easy to say it is so hard to do. (laughs) Right. Right. It it takes a lot of patience because human nature. When things are good, we want to buy more. When things are bad, we want to sell. If you can train yourself to do the opposite, and this may be one of those times, I think you will make out well in the long run. I think we're in a bottoming process. I think we may be setting up for a historic buying opportunity for long-term investors. Please stay patient. Well, D.C. Taylor, we've come to my favorite part of the program where we like to catch you up on where we stand year to date. It is not my favorite part this week, but with that, so let's start with a hot tip on some of the best investments you can ever make and that is investing in your family, investing in yourself and investing in your own community. DC Taylor, we don't have much to do today. There's everything's closed. <laughs> right, yeah. just about. Yeah. I just want to quickly say, don't forget about our Scranton Wilkes-Barre Railriders. Now the Major League baseball season is delayed. That's going to filter down to the minor league. They were supposed to start on April 9th. I think it'll be at least 2 weeks after that until they start, but we'll be yeah. there. Sure. Right. Of course. Check out SWB Railriders They have everything there from five game packages to full season packages. They are great values for the entire family, right? Uh Everybody can go through this. It's in a beautiful setting, one of the most beautiful ballparks in all of minor league baseball.
0: SWBrailriders.com. Support our local teams once they get started. It'll be soon. Absolutely. What do you have for us today, D.C.? Well, again, uh, you know. A lot of events uh, canceled, uh, not happening. It uh, doesn't mean that you can't still maybe get out and uh, maybe support local businesses. You talk about, uh, you know, you're investing in your own community. That's right. Uh, so local small businesses. um Go go buy stuff from them and uh, and help and continue to support them as as you've been doing. That's right. And uh, otherwise, uh, I guess you know. Well, what's, what if you have to self quarantine? What like do you if, do then? Self quarantine? Uh, well, I guess you could watch net. i bill watch Netflix. Uh, maybe order stuff on Amazon. Which hey, you know what? How about those stocks? Netflix take and Amazon. They're, they're they're
2: both down off of their highs. NFLX and uh, AMZN. Take a right. look at that. That may, if
0: everybody has to self quarantine, that's good point, DC Taylor. People are going to be watching and streaming a lot of uh, a lot of movies and and shows, and they're going to probably you know probably going to want to be buying stuff online just because we're kind of sitting in the house thinking, hey, I think we need this, that, and the other thing. So you know, maybe put those on the shopping list. Sure. All right. Well, All right. thank you, DC. All right. Let's go back to
2: finance. Here is where we stand as of March 14th, 2020, now we had a good recovery on Friday. I gave you the ups and downs of the week, but we've finished on a good note. Let's hope that carries into Monday. But the S&P, uh, let's start with the Dow. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is still down 19.4% year to date. The S&P 500 is down 16%. Point eight percent, and the Nasdaq. I would. I'm surprised on this. I would have thought because that had performed the best. I would have thought this would be the lowest number. But only down, I say only twelve point eight percent. But okay. uh, down twelve on the Nasdaq, sixteen on the S and P, nineteen on the Dow. And let's hope these come back up as we go through the course of March and April and May. Right. And the 10-year Treasury, I really want to point these two, the 10-year Treasury and oil way down, the 10-year Treasury touched all the way down to 0.39%, the lowest ever by far. Mm -hmm. And we are at 1.01 on that yield, meaning everybody is funneling into those Treasury bonds, buying the bonds for safety, Mm -hmm. pushing that yield way down. I think that will reverse in the course of 2020. I just don't know when. Okay. Okay. And oil all the way down to $33. It's come up off of the lows. It was under $30 a barrel. 3309 was the close on oil, and uh, that will help us at the pump. That's like a tax cut for us. Sure. But we need those prices to go up for our energy sector, yeah. and we got that price war going on with Russia and Saudi Arabia. We'll see. Keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. I'm more concerned about that than I am about the coronavirus in the long run. Okay. We'll see how that yeah. plays out, but those are your numbers, and we have the Federal Reserve meeting this week and even with those low yields on the treasuries we still think the Federal Reserve will come in and cut interest rates on March 17th when they meet if they do mortgage rates will drop even lower. Great time to refinance. Don't wait for a bottom we're somewhere close to it. Yeah. Great time to refinance. Great time to buy a house. And D.C. Taylor with that I see a blinking light on the board. Is that our always intern from the
0: University of Scranton Mitchell Dimitrick Yes, it is time for Mitchell's Mailbag here on the Your Financial Future program. This is where we answer your questions. We love getting questions from you. And uh, you can send them to us via email. Um, Just send an email to nick at njcinvestments.com. Mitchell is on the phone right now. Mitchell, how are you? Good, D.C. Taylor. How are you today? All righty. And
2: Mitchell, it is Nick, and I want to ask you, before we even get into the questions, I know you're at the University of Scranton. What is going on there with the coronavirus? Have they canceled classes? What's new there?
5: Yes, so uh, at the university, there is a, an extended spring break, so the next two weeks we'll have no class, and then two weeks after that will be online classes.
2: Okay, well, I hope they'll give you the ability to go into the library and study in those off hours. Is that going to be the case?
5: Uh, I'm not too sure about (laughs) that. That's probably
2: um, closed too, unfortunately for you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, you have some free time on your hands, study up, and uh, only a few, uh, not much time left for you in your senior year, is there? No, not not
5: a lot. It's only a couple more months, and then I'll be out Walking across the stage and into the uh, real world. I bet you
2: look forward to that.
5: I do. I am very
0: excited. All right. Great. I guess, DC, we better get going, right? Yeah. We got questions, right, Mitchell?
5: Yes, yes. I picked three of the best questions
0: today. I hope you both are excited. We are excited and ready to go. Absolutely. So let's go. Question number one. All right. Question number one comes from James
5: in Titanic. James asks, I sold everything in my portfolio, mostly growth stocks, oh, about okay. a week okay, about a ahead. week ago. Okay, is it too early to get back in?
2: All right, James, a great question. I'm sure a couple other people are asking. We had something similar last week. DC Taylor, someone who was selling and yeah. wondering. Um it is never too early to get back in. Let's let's just assess where we are. We've certainly had a major pullback in the market. Maybe you got out before some of the uh, biggest down days hopefully, but I you, nobody knows exactly where the bottom is. We had a very good day, a good bounce back on Friday. A bad day, the biggest point loss day, of course, on Thursday in the markets. Nobody can tell you exactly where the bottom is. There's a possibility. There's a possibility we've already seen the bottom. There's also a possibility we go back to those levels, retest, and maybe even go a little bit lower. I think over the next couple of weeks, we'll put in a bottoming process, and I think we move higher in the long run in that case, if I'm right. I would be buying back into the market, but I might do it in tranches. Leg back into the market little by little, maybe 25% of your assets back in on Monday. See how the week plays out. See how the news cycle goes. But over the next few weeks, I would be getting back into this, especially if you're a long-term investor. Remember in times like this, we are not traders, or we shouldn't be. We should be buying quality and looking out at least a year and hopefully three to five or more years. If you're buying quality here, even if you get it wrong on the short term, I think you'll be right in the long run. I'd be getting back into the market.
0: I don't think it's too early. All right. Well, thank you for that question. Let's get right to question two in Mitchell's mailbag. Go ahead, Mitchell.
5: righty Question number two comes from Anthony in Bloomsburg. Anthony asks, Uh, have you made any special preparations for your, for the coronavirus for yourself or your offices?
2: Right, Anthony. Anthony is concerned about that, and I appreciate the concern. Uh, for myself, nothing special, of course. Good hygiene, of, like you're hearing everywhere, right? DC Taylor, of it's all over the news. Wash yeah. your hands. Wash your hands. Keep hydrated. We do that anyway, right? Right. Wash your hands. Keep hydrated. Eat healthy. Um, uh, that we we have covered. Um, of course, I, I I haven't stopped going to the mall or anything like that, or shopping or doing grocery store or anything like that. Right. But, um, of course, be cautious, be sensible. For the office, we haven't made any special preparations. But if it came to that, we can always work from our homes. We have the same setups at our homes as we do in the office. So we're fully capable of carrying on business. From the office or from our home location if if it ever got to that. I hope it doesn't get to that DC
0: Taylor. Yeah, I'd hope not. But we are prepared. Good. Good question though. All right. Well, let's get to it. One more question in Mitchell's mailbag, Mitchell. Go ahead. Question three.
5: All righty. Question number three comes from Karen in Wilkesbury. Karen asks which sectors of the market have performed best and which have performed worst since the coronavirus began.
2: All right, Karen, um, good question. Everybody's looking for bargains in the market, and and maybe you want to look at what's performing the worst. Maybe there's some things of value in those sectors or what's holding up the best. Well, I have some numbers through. These are from March 9th, so a little bit dated. That was Monday. And uh, the best performing sector was still negative for the year, only down 0.8%. And that was utilities. Utilities holding up well. The next best sector was the consumer staples sector down 4.9 percent, real estate down 6 percent. I'm telling you about the best ones. That's still right. big numbers, right, D.C. Taylor? Right. And this is just since the coronavirus began, um, down 6 percent in real estate and healthcare which you would think would go the other way. And it did start to come back later in the week. Yeah. Um, these, again, numbers from Monday of last week, but healthcare at that time down 9.4%, technology down 11%. The worst two of the sectors, financials down 25% with interest rates falling, and energy, energy which has not been good for a while, but just since... The uh, outbreak of the coronavirus, the energy sector within the S&P 500 down 44 percent as of last month. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So there may be some values to hunt for in the energy sector. Those numbers all according to Bloomberg. So uh, hope
0: that helps you in your quest for value and uh, interesting numbers there. All right. Well, thank you for those questions. Thank you for the, all that info, Nick. And uh, thank you, Mitchell, for uh, digging through uh, digging through all the uh, questions from our listeners. Um, by the way, which you can get them in uh, via email, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, send an email to nick at njcinvestments.com. Put in the subject line, Mitchell's mailbag, and we'll uh, send them on over to Mitchell. And again, thank you, Mitchell, for doing that.
5: Oh, of course, D.C. Taylor. It was a blast. Nick, thank you for having me on the show Week after week looking forward to talking to you both next week
2: we're looking forward to that as well stay healthy stay well and enjoy that uh, free time that'll seem you'll have some extra free time over the next few weeks enjoy that and uh, look forward to uh, to your questions on the radio next week
5: oh thank you you both take care as well
2: Thanks again to our intern, Mitchell Dimitrik from the University of Scranton. T.C. Taylor, let's take a break right here. When we come back from this break, we'll get another actionable idea. In you're listening to Your Financial Future with Nick Calarasi. Please stay with us. We'll be back in one minute.
0: Mr. Wrongway, it's big box brokerage calling. The market's been falling. Maybe you should sell. Well, get me out. Get me out. Mr. Wrongway, the market's rebounding. It's going higher. Well, get me in. Hurry up. Get me back in. Mr. Wrongway, more bad news today. What? Get me out for goodness sake. Get me out. Don't
2: be Mr. Wrongway. Let us show you what we believe is the right way to invest. Trying to time the ups and downs of financial markets is nearly impossible. I'm Nick Calarasi, a certified retirement counselor and host of the program, Your Financial future heard on 94.3 FM The Talker every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. At NJC Investments we believe a solid investment plan paired with a consistent dollar cost averaging program can help you reach your long term goals like retirement and college planning. Call us today at 570-586-5030 or reach us directly through our website njcinvestments.com NJC Investments helping to take the mystery out of your financial future.
1: Securities offered through Leigh and Company LLC. Member FINRA SIPC
2: Hey, D.C. Taylor, don't be like Mr. Wrongway. That's our original Mr. (laughs) Wrongway commercial and how timely it is in a market like this. I know, right? Right? Don't get me in, get me out. Sometimes, Uh sometimes as an investor, when you really don't know what to do, when one day you feel like buying, one day you feel like selling, sometimes it's okay to do nothing. Sit back and let it happen. Look for those values, but don't get in and out and in and out. It usually ends up hurting you. So good, good, good call on that commercial, D.C. Taylor. There you go. Hey, I want to go, how much time
0: do we have left? Uh, you get about six minutes. About
2: six minutes, and I promise three actionable ideas. I have two to go. We better get, a, we better get right. a start here. Hope you have your pads and pens ready to go. And remember, you can always get replays of any portion of our program at our website or our podcast program if I go too quickly here. Okay. But let's start. There was a lot of calls that came into the NJC offices after the close on Friday, asking about the president's speech, how that would affect the markets on Monday. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows but there was a lot of things he talked about and stocks while he was talking started to really take off a few in particular i want to cover right now but one other thing before i do those dc here's another thing you need to look at for monday and next week i would expect a stimulus package coming from the white house the president will do whatever he can by executive order what he can't do by executive order we're hoping That the congress can finally come together on something okay you hope i I think they will so yeah yeah so expect that sometime maybe even as early as over the weekend or monday morning but that may be a benefit to next week's market we'll be here to report um next saturday to let you know if that in fact happened but let's talk about three stocks that i had a lot of calls on after the market closed first was Teledoc, T D O C. Mm-hmm. The president mentioned that almost by name. He said a lot of we're telling people to stay at home, talk to their doctors over the the Teledoc system. Basically, yeah. he didn't use the company, but they're the biggest of it, where you can sit at home, have the doctor on your screen, tell him what's wrong, and he can do his best to prescribe for your illness. T D O C jumped. By over 7% on Friday loan, a lot of that coming in the last few minutes, $127.95, 52-week high on TDOC, 153-plus, 52-week low, $48. Two other companies, D.C., related to what the president was talking about, Roche & Company has the testing kits mm-hmm. for the virus R-H-H-B-Y is the symbol, up 13% on Friday alone, trading at $40. That is a new 52-week high and the 52-week low. Thirty-one dollars and eighty cents, and Quest Diagnostics, and the symbol on that DGX. They're the ones who will do the diagnostic testing and let you know if you do or don't have the virus. A lot of a lot of things flowing to them, right? Yeah, and uh, they were up seven percent as well on Friday, trading at ninety-six seventy-seven on DGX. The fifty-two week high was one hundred and eighteen dollars and fifty-eight cents. The fifty-two week low eighty-four thirty-two, again at ninety-six seventy-seven. And now, D.C., because the great shale gas news program is coming on after this program. A great program. Please stay tuned for Rusty and Bill. They have some great information as well. I'm going to finish up with an article from Motley Fool on the four top natural gas stocks. This was to buy in January. I went back and looked, what were they buying at the beginning of the year? And I thought I'd just uh, take it forward because the price is much lower. A little bit aggressive in this sector, but there may be some value. It's by author Daniel Fulber. Came out January 9th. Check this article out on the Motley Fool for all the deep details. I'm going to skim quickly the surface. He says, these are the top four natural gas stocks to buy in January. DC, I'm going to cover three because the fourth one, very aggressive under a dollar. Let's talk about the top three in this article. Go to the article on the website for the fourth one if you're interested in those penny stocks. But he says they offer a balance of income and growth and long-term upside, according to Fulber. Again, not recommendations from us at NJC Investments. He starts off with Kinder Morgan. KMI is the symbol. Trading The 52-week high, 22.58, they're all the way down to 14.78. And uh, the low was 13.22, very close to that low. They are down 35% now year-to-date. They have a 7.24% dividend. And he says Kinder Morgan is finally looking like it can rekindle investor trust with plans to raise its annual dividend from $1 to one twenty-five per share in 2020. His next pick on the best stocks to buy in, well, he said January, we'll say for this year, again, from the Motley Fool. His next pick is Pembina Pipeline PBA, trading at $20.75, all the way down from $40.65. At this price point, DC, the dividend is 10%. And by the way, the dividend back on Kinder Morgan seven point two four percent. These are high dividends, DC Taylor. Yeah. So uh, you, again, be careful if mm-hmm. the if the problems persist in this sector, they may be cut. But we do not foresee that at this time. And Pembina is. Um, It agreed to buy Kinder Morgan's U.S. portion of its coaching pipeline, and it has a 70% stake in Kinder Morgan, Canada. So kind of relate it. And we'll finish up with his last pick in the natural gas sector, and that is Chenier Energy Symbol LNG, trading now at $35.40 down from 7060 at the 52-week high, trading near its 52-week low of 3336. It does not have a dividend and is down 42% year-to-date on Chenier. Again, check that entire article out on your own at The Motley Fool. And don't forget to stay tuned for the shale gas news. I'm sure they'll have some other great shale gas and natural gas ideas. Absolutely. And with that, D.C. Taylor, thank you for your help today. Thank you. And I want to remind everyone, there is never a bad time to make a good investment. If you have any questions on today's program, reach out to us at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. Thanks so much for tuning in today on 95 or 3FM The Talker. May God bless you and may God bless America. Make it a great week. We'll see you next Saturday.
1: The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.